He stared the wounded man over and helped position him against the esplanade wall as comfortably as possible. Ron Stewart peered up at Steve with pain-stricken eyes, moaning quietly. Frazier, I had to kill Mitchell. I had to. He made me. He was going to tell Howie. Tell Howie what, Steve asked, more to get the wounded man's mind off the onset of pain than because he wanted to know. He thought he already knew. Mitchell was going to tell Howie it wasn't a month ago. What wasn't a month ago? The day I saw Sally. When was it? Almost a year ago. Stewart's face twisted with sudden anguish at the recollection. And at the time, I didn't tell how he had seen her. I didn't want to bother her or hurt him. I wanted to make sure it really was Sally, first of all. Then, the weeks passed, then months, and it was too late. I couldn't tell him anymore. He would have fired me. And Mitchell spotted the time element, did he, from me telling him? Yes, Stewart sighed. I don't have the kind of money he wanted. I'm only Howie's manager, not a star of any kind. I could have been a star once. For a moment, Stewart's eyes softened as he wandered back into the past. Then a strike of pain hit him. His eyes widened and he became frightened again. I had to keep him from telling Howie, he cried out. Don't you understand? Sure, I understand, Steve said. Look, stay that way. Don't move or you're liable to fall. He stepped back. When Stuart managed to remain propped against the gray stone wall, Steve turned and went over to the phone booth, thinking regretfully of the fact that he had been the one who had alerted Lonnie Mitchell about the difference in time between when Stuart claimed to have seen Sally Franklin and when Mitchell's file card revealed to him that Stuart had actually spotted the girl and hired him to trace her. The dates Mitchell had put in, working the case, had been right there in the file card. That was what had lubricated Olani's memory bank and apparently had given him some ideas about blackmail, too. Steve could almost recall sensing a touch of hesitancy on Mitchell's part, the day in his Santa Monica office, while he was slipping through the card file inside his desk drawer. But the moment Mitchell saw the actual dates when he had done the job of work for Ron Stewart, the hesitancy was gone. Tapping 911 into the phone, he reported the shooting and the location and his name. Hanging up, he phoned the sheriff's substation. While he waited for the call to go through, he kept an eye on Ron Stewart through the glass-walled phone booth. It's the little things that cause all the trouble, Steve was thinking. Stewart had probably meant well, ten months before, when he hadn't told his employer that he had glimpsed Franklin's missing wife in disguise, leaving the Wilshire Boulevard bank. And that little neglect had led almost a year later to a dead man on a windswept beach. Almost two men, come to think of it, if Stewart's marksmanship hadn't been so downright atrocious. Steve might have joined the list of victims. At least Steve finally had the answer to one thing that had slipped past him about the entire mess, the thing he had kept trying to recall, but which he never could until now, when it was handed to him by the file card and Ron Stewart's blurted confession, the fact that the big detective agency had gone back on the job ten months ago, not just the month before. That's what had slipped by him. The IDA wouldn't have had any reason to start the following watch process on Phil Devon down there in Palo Alto's, unless Ron Stewart had clued them in on when he recognized Sally Franklin coming out of that Wilshire Boulevard bank. While Steve waited, he wondered how close the little man must have been to Lonnie Mitchell when he connected with those two shots which had eventually killed the private detective. The powder burns had indicated it must have been right near him. He must have been, or he wouldn't have missed Lonnie Mitchell for sure. A voice spoke in the receiver. It was Casillo. What's on your mind, Fraser? he asked, sounding impatient. I'm pretty busy here. I'm down at the beach southeast of Howard Franklin's Malibu place, Steve said, 
at that Esplanade, remember? I just shot his business manager, Ron Stewart, in his right shoulder. Now, Frazier, why would you do a thing like that? Castillo asked reprovingly. He kept shooting a handgun at me, that's why. Four or five times he shot. I figured sooner or later he might get on target, so I winged him, and he dropped the gun. I've got his weapon now in my pocket. I think it might be the gun he got from Lonnie Mitchell. Ah. So I think he can turn Howard Franklin loose. They already have. He's out on bail. The charges wouldn't have stuck anyway. I'm sure he'll be delighted to know that. Can you send someone down here to the Esplanade to pick up Stuart? I've tried to stop the bleeding, and I called 911. We'll be right there, Casillo said, hanging up. Steve's attention returned to where he was, and he found himself staring through the phone booth glass at the empty stretch of Esplanade wall nearby. Somehow, without his noticing, Ron Stewart had wandered off.